Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rome International Film Festival show, Riff, as we call it. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios in downtown Rome, Georgia, on beautiful Broad Street. And the Riff Show is presented by Manco Logistics, a local business that you can find online at mancolog.com. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio, and we were jo- we are joined by Seth Ingram from Riff. Hi, Seth. How are you? Howdy. Thanks for having us, Roger. What's going on? Oh well, lots going on. Lots and lots going on. We're getting we're getting closer. We are getting closer. November is sneaking up on us. Our, the festival, as you know, takes place November second through the fifth in downtown Rome, Georgia. Uh, patron passes and uh, sponsorship opportunities can be found on our website, which is riffga.com. So, if you want to be a patron, uh, come on in. Uh, we need your support, local support for the film community. We're going to have a patrons. Uh, dinner at the clock tower on September the 14th, Thursday, September the 14th, uh, starting about 6.15 to 8.30. So a little sunset dinner up by the clock tower. Oh, that's, so, very, that's very Roman. Yeah. That's a Roman thing to do. Very Roman. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be fantastic. And then we have a rain date of September 21st and September 21st in case something happens there, but come out September 14th, put that on your calendar and get your patron pass. So you can join us up by the clock tower for that. Uh, we also uh, have our Southern Cir- Circuit uh, uh, series starting in September, and those dates uh, for that are. Please hold. Uh, <laughs> please hold while we look. The we dates. Have film uh, will start on September seventh. There will be a film, and then there will be another film on October the twelfth. Um, and the films are yet to be determined in order of which they will play. We think we know uh, some of these films, but we'll be putting that on our website and on our social. So stay, stay tuned for that. And then that's this this documentary series is going to bleed over into next year. We'll have one of the films at the festival in November, and then we'll have them starting back in February the eighth and March the seventh. We'll have that. We'll complete that series, and that's in conjunction with Georgia Highlands College and Barry College, and the Rome City uh, Auditorium and the Desoto Theater. So we'll uh, and we're possibly going to play one in Cartersville as well. So we're having that conversation. Yeah. How has the, uh, like the series gone with, with sweet home Alabama stuff shot in Rome that you've been doing? Oh, it's been great, great turnout from the locals to come see that. So we've kind of picked some of the bigger budget films that people more widely knew. There's been a lot of films shot that people may not realize have been filmed partially in Rome or all entirely in Rome. Um, but many of which I've been involved with, uh, but yeah, so that series has been great. Uh, we had, uh, and this is airing the day that we're playing one, so it won't be aired tonight, but Black Widow is going to be playing tonight. So Sweet Home Alabama was was in that series. Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans, which was largely shot at Berry College. Um, so yeah, the, it's just great to showcase those locations that we have in the state and to let people know what's out there. But they like said some of the more indie films that they don't know were filmed in the area. Um, we're going to do a hopefully do a, another series of some of those or have some of them play at the festival. Even uh, um, as you know, uh, two years ago, a year ago, Halloween came out. Spirit Halloween, which was shot entirely in Roman Cave Spring, and um, that's on Amazon now. Uh, maybe on some other streaming platforms at this point. Uh, and then the film You're Killing Me, which was shot entirely in Rome uh, a year ago, also is just hit Showtime a month or so ago. So it's out there. And that was entirely filmed uh, in the Rome area. Uh, Anne Heche's last film, Dermot Moroni and Anne Heche and um, Kaylee Miller and fantastic young cast. Uh, a lot of you'll recognize uh, some of the locations on that. So anyway, lots of great films going on. So we'll continue that film series. But um, yeah, 
get ready to come support Riff. We know we're, uh, we're going to be finalizing. I think August August the fifteenth is our deadline for uh, getting patrons and sponsors in. If you want your names in the program, so that's coming up rapidly. So uh, jump on out. We are have a, we have a young patrons group that's going to be meeting some, doing some events throughout the year. So for those under forty patrons, and then we have uh, obviously some other events for all all patrons, like the Clock Tower event coming up as well. And if you get your um, for any events that we do before um, before the festival, if you get your patron or sponsorship in, you'll be included in that event as well. So sweet. Any other any other announcements? I know we're we're going to reach out here on the phone in a minute or two to yeah. a friend of yours. So also, uh, you know, we were talking about the uh, the Georgia Film Tax Incentive is kind of. They're doing an audit of that, and our own Chuck Hefstetler is leading the committee in the state uh, for that, and they're going around from community to community to talk about the film tax incentive and all state tax incentives, but also including that is the film tax incentive. So they're going to be having, I think it's September the 2nd. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's September the 2nd. They're going to be having a hearing in somewhere in Rome, uh, so we'll get more information about that. Pay attention to our social. We'll be advertising that. Also, during RIF this year on September the uh, November the second, rather, uh, we're going to be hosting the Georgia Entertainment News Roadshow, and uh, we I just attended one last night in Roswell, uh, and this is for all the film industry people, the vendors that would like to be involved in the film industry, the education folks, the the state politicians, everybody can kind of connect at these events and kind of let you know what's going on in the community. It's very informative. Uh, there'll be some speakers, and there'll also be a uh, uh, a social networking event and it's also opening out of riff and we're partnering with the chamber to do a business after hours for that, that event as well. So there's lots going on for, for that event. If you're interested in getting to know more about what's really happening in the state and at your local level, that's going to be a great event. So November the 2nd, put that on your radar. Big picture. As we talk screen actors guild and the writers are on strike that won't affect riff in any way. Will it? Well, you know, oddly enough, Long term, it could if the strike goes on for years, but it, in the short term, it actually may help us because, you know, actors aren't working. So we may get some high, some guests we couldn't otherwise get um, at the festival. So we'll see all that. Uh, we're trying to finalize our programming schedule within the next uh, month, month and a half here. So we'll be re- starting to release some of that coming out and announcing some of our guests and films. And uh, it's going to be exciting. We've got some we've been talking to some great people. I don't want to. Uh, don't want to throw them out there just yet, but tease, tease. It's going to be a good one. So get your get your patron pass and uh, um, follow follow on social and your website to see. Yeah, they- riffga.com, and we're at Rome Film on um, all of your social platforms: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of those. And we're we're going to be joined in a minute here by your your friend Glenn Owen, uh, who's a, a local filmmaker. But what are, what are we going to talk to him about? So Glenn Owen is a. Um, Someone, he's from Georgia, from Cartersville, Georgia, and an athlete and got uh, played basketball at UGA. Uh, he's been working in the film and television industry for a long time. He's a creative, a writer, director, um, and he's directed a couple of you know independent projects, and uh, he directed a film for BET. But he's a Georgia filmmaker that we're trying to get a film off the ground, a, a future film. We're working with Champ Bailey, uh, uh, NFL Hall of Famer, UGA legend, uh, is one of the executive producers. And they're trying to get that film in it. Well, the entire film will shoot in the Northwest Georgia area and the Cartersville, Rome general facilities. So it will general area. So it will, it will be great to have that film and all of our students will, you know, get to be involved and um, lots of opportunity for the community to get involved. So before you, before you dial him up, we're, we can talk to him as an independent filmmaker 
I know there's issues with financing. You know, the creative types want to get to the get to the storytelling, but they've got to get things funded and all that. So uh, why don't you go ahead and get him on the line? Yeah. All right. Calling up Glenn Owen, writer director of Signing Day. Uh, we're now joined by writer director. Uh, Georgia-born, Cartersville native, Glenn Owen, who is going to be directing a film called Signing Day coming up in the fall and it's going to be shooting in northwest Georgia. Uh, Glenn's worked a long time in the film and TV business in the state uh, and outside the state, but we're going to talk to Glenn now. So welcome, Glenn Owen. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. How are you, man? Oh, good, good. Doing good. Busy, but good. Obviously joining us by phone via modern technology. Uh, (laughs) Yes, exactly. So I'm a little bit of a film buff, but I don't know too much. Tell us about your project, Signing Day. Sure, sure. Uh, Well, I I grew up playing sports and have always had a love for sports. I was a a creative director at TNT back in the day for for all their sports promotion. Uh, So, I don't know. Then about 15 years ago, I uh, uh, embarked on screenwriting and, and uh, wanted to do something sports-driven because that was a world I was comfortable with. And uh, read a story about a football player in Florida that had turned down a scholarship because he wanted to be a motorcycle mechanic. Uh, turned down a scholarship to like Florida. He was heavily recruited. He was like a defensive tackle or something. And I just thought that was really interesting. And, and uh, so I kind of built the story around an, an enigmatic recruit who's highly, highly recruited. The whole world is coming after him and, and what that what that experience does to him and, and the people involved in it. Just because football recruiting in the South is obviously a very competitive uh, uh, endeavor. <laughs> you and, think? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. A lot riding on it. People are heavily invested in their uh, respective teams. Uh, so I just thought it would be fertile ground to do a, a, a a script, I mean, a story that was funny, uh, but also had some dramatic undertones about this kid and, and, and even the journey of the coach who's trying to sign him, who's overcoming a, a comedy of misadventures uh, to try and track the kid down and sign him and, and ends up learning a lot about himself along, along the way. Well, as a football fan, that sounds very interesting to me, but Seth and y'all can both comment on this. I guess the, the, the root of filmmaking, it starts with the words on the paper, right? The story itself. <laughs> It does. Every, yes, it totally does. Yeah, so you can't can't shoot it unless you have it written first. And Glenn has written a fantastic script. Uh, I've read it, and uh, uh, we're going to try to put it all. We're scouting, uh, starting the casting and scouting loca- locations hereby in the Northwest Georgia area. So, uh, looking, I think you're looking at a October 2023 shoot. Is that correct, Glenn? That, yeah, yeah. Early October is when we're uh, where we're going to start filming. And uh, yeah, like like Seth said, we're we're lining up locations. Excited about going back to my hometown of Cartersville uh, to, to film there and in the Rome area, which is also you know my early stomping ground. So, uh, so the the the, uh, the setting works perfectly, and uh, we're excited about the cast uh, that we're reaching out to. And yeah, it's just it's just a fun fun part of the process. So, uh, also talk about a little bit about with the writers strike and the screen actors strike currently going on um that actually might work in the favor of an independent film like this yeah 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 great great point uh yeah we're finding i mean a lot of the crew in georgia and across the country um you know they're not working because very little production is happening right now because of the strikes and uh so we can we same with the actors i mean there's a lot of actors sitting at home now and, uh, and and there's actually a lot of buzz from actors about you know supporting independent film now during during the strike uh, because 
the SAG, the Screen Actors Guild, is is uh, allowing uh, productions, ind- purely independent productions, to have access to uh, to SAG actors. Uh, you can sign an agreement and uh, and 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 uh, have access to them for your project. So we feel like we can essentially punch above our weight. Uh, right now, uh, given our budget level, and uh, and, and really make a, a a great movie with with the excellent cast and crew that we're going to be able to 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 get for it. So, uh, when you're making a film like this, Glenn, and I uh, assume you go out and raise all of the money yourself for the most part, you're, you don't have any studio back backing. So, uh, tell us about that process and how that works, and how investors can get involved in a project like this. Wow, yeah, that's the hard part. <laughs> Yeah, we the the script, you know, it, it had uh, there have been producers in Los Angeles that have been attached to this project, and and it's even a big studio, it got good coverage, and their head of production was trying to trying to get it set up there, and so I've kind of been down that road, and and things look great for a while, then it can stall out, and their attention wanes, and they move on to something else, and your projects can just languish for a while, and that's kind of what what happened, and. I just got a little bit frustrated with that and, and aligned uh, with some producers here in Georgia. And, and our plan was just to try and raise the money here in state and, and get equity investors behind the project. And uh, so that's what we've been doing. We've, we've got uh, NFL Hall of Famer and UGA legend Champ Bailey uh, is, is attached as an exec producer. So he's been fantastic and he's been working with us to, you know, to, to uh, talk to people in his circle about investing and uh, uh, we've just been do, doing meetings with, with qualified investors who have an interest in movies. And we've uh, secured investments from, from some of those folks We enough to get, get the ball off the ground for us. And uh, we've got a little bit more to raise. Uh, but, but once we get cast attached, that gets, that gets even easier. And we'll have, we'll have uh, you know, options either from additional hopefully Georgia-based equity investors, or, you know, at that point, you can also talk to banks and, and other, you know, other lenders. So if there are any qualified investors out there listening that want to get involved in this project <laughs> and other future projects with Glenn Owen, uh, how can they reach yeah. you, Glenn? Brilliant. Yes. Gratuitous, gratuitous plea for financial support. <laughs> we, need, we need it. But, but that, I mean, that does lead me to another, another topic. And I know, I'm sure you guys have talked about this before, just, the, the need to turn Georgia, you know, into more than just a film location, because that's really what we are now. But if, if the development can happen here, if the support of filmmakers can happen here, it just further strengthens the, the, the film uh, framework in the state. And, and uh, it just it, it creates additional jobs. It creates a great uh, place for young crew members to learn and, and uh, perfect their craft before they move on to maybe a big Marvel movie later that's happening here in state so it's definitely uh it it helps everybody in terms of economic development to have the smaller independent films uh shooting here in the state well i would say that's just to add to that um yeah the uh current climate is that georgia is a production services oriented state meaning that la new york london wherever the project originates from it comes in and they just you know, rent facilities and they do hire a local crew, which is great. And it is, it has a huge economic impact. And some of that's, you know, uh, hot political topics these days as the States, you know, kind of looking into the tax credit and all that sort of thing. But it does really have a true, truly has a great economic impact on the state. But 
if we ever want our voices as Georgians heard and we want to get to the next level, what happens is most of the, you know, the big time directors I know from Georgia now currently live in LA or London and they're out there working in writer's rooms out there rather than working here in the state. So I think that we have to build our own. If we want to have our own voices, we have to train our own local investors, how they too can invest and have a part in this industry. LA just has a 150 year jump on us and kind of training the, uh, the investors on how that works and knowing how that that whole system works. But I think you're going to see that climate change a lot, especially coming out of these, uh, if these negotiations ever get reached, I think you're going to see a lot of shifts in the industry. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I, I totally agree. And, and just with us doing the groundwork and, and talking to people, meeting with people and just, you know, it'll, it'll slowly spread. And I think investors will get more and more comfortable with, with how it's, how film investment is structured. And, and if, if a movie is, built properly and then then the risk is greatly mitigated and uh and you've got a really good chance to to to, you know get your investment back and make a little you know make some money on top of that uh if it's all built properly which is how we're approaching ours well when you're looking for investment what i mean is this are you looking for grassroots like 100 bucks at a time i mean obviously you'd like one great big benefactor to come in and give you millions but yeah but yeah what 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 would what would be like how low would you go (laughs) right Uh, that's a great question uh and I mean, an ideal number for us is, is like the hundred thousand dollar range. Yeah. You know, just say we're we're aiming to do this movie for you know one point five million, two million in that number in that range. You know, hundred hundred thousand dollars is a very meaningful investment for that budget level. Yeah, uh, you, you're right. If somebody came in and said, "I want to give a million, a million five, I want to do it all," then that that really simplifies things and is awesome. Uh, but would we, if somebody says, I want to, I want to come in for $50,000, of course, we're that, that, that's very helpful as well. So I want to come in for 25,000 and maybe we're in the post process and, and we need another 25,000 to, to, you know, polish off the post perfectly or do some effects work. Then, then, then those smaller amounts can be, can definitely be uh, beneficial to the project. Well, as, as I would imagine this, it's, it's a necess- it's a necessary thing to be done because money greases the skids. But yes. as the creative person who has written a story and is wanting to get the story on film, is it just is it burdensome or is it just part of the process? To, I got to go. I, <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> I, I don't know that I'm a natural. I don't know that I'm a natural at asking for money. Uh, I've gotten. I think I've gotten better. You sounded pretty good at it to me. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. There are people that are that are a lot better at it. I feel, but uh, but yeah, it, it, it it's definitely you know it, it, since it is a project I'm so passionate about and I've, I've been working on it for so long. Uh, then, then I think that definitely helps a lot with going to meet with people and taking the time to explain how it all works. Uh, so I'm, I'll, I'll meet with anybody and talk to anybody about it. And, uh, just, just cause I'm a ton percent driven to, to make it happen. Uh, for sure. Well, along those lines, trying to explain it to people who, you know, somebody like me who doesn't understand, you know, I put money in the stock market, I yeah. I can see the stock go up or down. I understand that, but is this like in in essence is is it an analogy to stock? If you put X number of dollars in and the movie makes X number of dollars, you get that percentage back. Or you're, obviously, it's risky. A movie can lose money, but how do, how does it work for the investor? Do, are they buying I, are they buying stock in the film? Essentially, yeah. And I and I've heard and, and again, I'm I'm a I didn't do well in math in high school, so I'm I'm a creative, but but I have I've I've heard, you know, financial people describe it as essentially very similar to a real estate deal. 
and uh, you know, you, you make your, your equity investment and then you know, whatever with the $100,000 and then we sell the movie and we, we, uh, we paid everybody back, paid our crew, we paid our investors back their investment plus a, a negotiated return. So typically that would be anywhere from 15 to 20% on top of uh, on top of their investment, gotcha. so so say they they're walking away with one hundred twenty thousand dollars once we've recouped uh, everything and got the movie distributed. Then let's say the movie does really really well and and makes ten million dollars. At, at that point, you've got your pool of investors, whoever however many it is five ten one. They they'll receive fifty percent of of those future earnings. And then your producer pool, who would be, you know, the producers of the movie, me, and then and then the other folks that have helped uh, with the producing, uh, would would uh, split the other fifty percent. So so yeah, so there there is potential if a movie really blows up for for some significant uh, returns on that. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. So and that's that is the hardest part, <clears throat> being in trying to find film investment from people who aren't don't know the industry and don't understand it. It's a, it's weird to them. Um, but I, for, in order for Georgia to be, truly become a state that has its own voice and the creed, creative market is here and stays here. Uh, so that money that goes into the local entertainment economy right now, we get the benefit of, they do spend money in state on hotels, on restaurants, on, on, on food, on, you know, employing people, people pay those, uh, all the taxes, uh, income taxes that work here. But we also uh, that there's also a part of that economy that's just drained out of the state that goes back into the L.A. economy and all. And that's the big yeah. that's usually the big numbers. So if we're ever yeah. going to change that, we got to start by finding in, in the investor class that's going to live here, stay here, play here kind of thing. And uh, I don't know if that's a dream, but for some of these <laughs> indies, we can we can test it out. And like, you know, there are people that have done it. There are, uh, you know, Tyler Perry is obviously uh, the exception to the rule because he's done things a bit differently in a different climate than everyone else has. Uh, but there are some other very successful uh, producers in the state of Georgia, but a lot of the money that the investment money still comes from outside the state. Well, do you- yeah. Yeah. You're, you're exactly right. I mean, I, I was talking to a producer last night and she was just saying how, how difficult it's been. Even with the movie they have that with two huge uh, actors who are exec producing this film and, and a strong cast behind it just to, to for, for, her to raise the funds to shoot it in the state. And, uh, and she was just so uh, congratulatory on the money that we've been able to raise with, with local, you know, with just homegrown Georgia in, investors. Uh, uh, so, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty fortunate for, for what we have and, and hopefully we can continue talking to people and, and uh, get a few more on board. Do you find yourself, I mean, uh- you almost have to because you have to be worried about the budget when you're b- building it. But does it change the creative vision? Oh, we can't shoot. For example, like signing day, you might have to have a big high school football game with lots of extras and things That's like a that. Great but question. Does it change? Do you have do you, do you have to scale down now and it changes the story just because you p- potentially yes? But but I will say this: this is what there, there's there are other scripts I have that you. You could not do it at a, at a lower budget price. There's just no way they wouldn't work. Right. This one does because it's it's set again. It's set in the rural South. It's not like you've got real expensive, fancy locations. It, for for instance, if if we we don't have strangely enough, there's not a high school football game that's played in the script. 
<laughs> because the story takes place during signing day when when yeah. you know, the season isn't in, in, isn't happening. But I do have some scenes that take place at, at bigger colleges. There's an ending scene uh, that happens at a at a big uh, you know a, a kind of a mid size like a, a school the size of say like a Troy State or an Appalachian State like a good football program but not not a not a power five uh-huh. school. Um, so so. But but for those we can go a little more gorilla and and, uh, and 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 tap into like an actual game and shoot it that way. And we're, we're we're talking to folks about that. And then in terms of everything that's shot in the in the small town where the kid lives and where all the recruiters are, we shoot it in Cartersville. We we I've, I've got gear. Uh, I've you know built up a lot of equity over the years just in relationship equity, and we're gonna cash that in, and I can get gear for free. We can, um, you know, call in favors for locations because it's my hometown, uh, and and shoot it at a, at a price. Uh, uh, whereas there may be other ones that don't work out quite that way, and you really do have to let, make a lot of concessions. In yes. this one, uh, we're not going to have to sacrifice production value uh, to shoot it at a at a lower number. Yeah, you're you're constantly having to think about things like that. That uh... all the time, and yeah. I'll rewrite something if I have to. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, there are definitely ways to. to make it work but we don't have we don't have any explosions we don't have any car chases you know there's there's not those things that can that can really drive up the number uh, uh so that that definitely helps for for this project for sure right and also just for people that you know there are a lot of film crew that live up in the northwest georgia area yeah. and they drive into atlanta every day so and with nothing shooting right now a lot of people are at home so it's easier to get crew that you can probably get some really talented crew that've worked on some big shows and films that are available that wouldn't otherwise be available but also we're training our own crew and the you know the students from the universities in the area that are wanting to get into the film industry they can get a you know a they will all, they'll also be serving some of the lower positions, but some of the ones that are ready to step up and, you know, take on a bigger position. This might be an opportunity on an independent film for a, a student like that to, that they wouldn't get, you know, on a major film set. So, um, that's a, that's a, that's a great point. And, uh, and that's, and, and obviously Seth is, is a film professor and heads of the film department at, at Georgia Highlands. It's, it's something I'm passionate about. I, I, my plan is to eventually teach, and uh, and I love mentoring kids and, and helping. So so that is a big component of this project, and we want to uh, uh, help out as many future filmmakers and, and current students as we can. Uh, and even even if it's coming up and talking to them before, you know, like this conversation we're having now, I think is invaluable for students. Uh, and coming up and doing a day or two with students and, and kind of workshopping the process that we've been through and, and how to develop a script and how to try to raise money and and all those things that go into it before we even start shooting, if they have access to that and then they have access to coming out on set, getting their feet wet there, uh, they'll really have a well-rounded experience. Yeah. You touched on it a little bit earlier, Glenn. You said you had a, a sports background, which kind of attracted you to the, the story signing day that, that you've written uh, for this this film. But, but, but what, is your, what is your background? You said Cartersville-born – um, but yeah, yeah. Grew up how, born, how, grew up how do you make a Carter. how do you make a living when you're not trying to make movies? <laughs> yeah, that's a okay, great question. I grew up in Cartersville, uh, and and it was a really wonderful place to uh, to grow up. I uh, played kind of played everything growing up, and then later in high school, uh, focused on basketball. 
and uh, ended up playing uh, college basketball. Finished up at as a, a played a year of Division two ball at a school I got a scholarship to. Then walked on at the University of Georgia, where uh, where I rode the pine on some very good teams. Uh, but that was a wonderful experience and uh, studied studied uh, radio, TV, film at Georgia. Minored in creative writing and. Uh, came out and eventually a year or two after I graduated, I started working at, at TNT at Turner Network Television in their sports promotions department. And uh, I, I was lucky enough for them to take a chance on me and let me direct some, some really big campaigns for the NBA, for the NFL. Uh, I coined the phrase winner go home uh, for the NBA playoffs. I was uh, acutely aware of that a few times in my high school career, suffering <laughs> some losses. So, <laughs> so I was able to uh, to come up with that. Uh, and then after that, I started. Uh, so I worked at Turner for a while and got to do some real fun campaign, direct and write some fun campaigns there. And then uh, shortly after that, I started my own company, uh, State Line Films, where we do TV commercials for ad agencies, a lot of national and regional TV commercials uh, for, for various brands and ad agencies. And then we also do a lot of work for, uh, for TV networks, so branded content projects and, and promotional projects for TV networks like ESPN, Disney, uh, you know, uh, TNT, Discovery, those types of, uh, those types of networks. So that's, that, that's the, that's been the nine to five. And then the five to nine has been writing screenplays, uh, and, and TV pilots and, and really trying to pivot into narrative, uh, filmmaking, uh, for really I've been at it for the last 15 years, just, just trying to refine that craft and, and, and make that, uh, make that pivot. And, Finally, I was uh, did did direct a movie uh, last year, a thriller that actually my wife and I wrote uh, during COVID uh, together. Uh, we wrote a, a thriller about a stalker uh, that we were able to sell to BET, and uh, and we shot that last year, and uh, so that aired, and uh, I think it's still on Amazon Prime now. Uh, so that was that was a lot of fun. What's, uh, what's the name the of it? One under my belt. It is our original title was called Home Security, but they changed it. Uh, so they changed the title to Stalked Within. So that's that's how <laughs> you would find it now. It's called Stalked Within. <laughs> a little a little uh, racier title, yeah. I guess, than than our original one. But but uh, but that's usually what yeah. the TV networks do. And just listening to Glenn's background is just reiterates what we were saying about you know trying to go from being a, a student coming out of a comm program at one of the university system schools or SCAD or somewhere, and then trying to get into the industry without going to LA. And I mean, obviously you can get on a, on a film set, but you can learn so much more on an independent film just from how the whole process works. Yeah. And, um, I've had several students that have worked on me with, on several of the features that I've done. And just from them starting out as a, a PA or, you know, or a low level grip, uh, you know, carrying stands around unloading trucks, but they get to see the whole process and they get to sit around the actors and the directors and the producers, you know, during lunch and ask questions and they're, they're watching us conduct the business and they see how it may see how it all gets made. So I think uh, in more of those people you have on set, the, it's, it's just a great experience. And uh, that is how we foster the creative culture to get more of our own making films. Like, you know, Glenn's waited a long time, to build a direct films. But if we took this project to a studio uh, and we did, you know, sell the rights to a studio, the most likely they're going to say, well, we want, you know, a such and such to direct it. So Glenn would have to give yeah. up those rights and we want, yeah. we want our own people to build to direct their own stories and tell their own stories. So doing it this way is the way to do that. So, you know, maybe for a future project after this one's a huge success that uh, then a studio would say, Hey Glenn, yeah. oh, we were thinking about you to direct this. Uh, 
uh, that's kind of how you build that. It's kind of like uh, the reference to sports. You know, you're going through the you got to you got to you know get to the major leagues before you can uh, uh, you know before they're going to hire you to to be a coach or whatever. So we're uh, I don't know, maybe that's not a good analogy at all. Um, <laughs> But we're building our minor league system. The minor uh, league system. No, you're right. Well, yeah. so because so it, it is interesting, you just kind of, as a layperson in the state, Seth, you made a point earlier. Yeah, we, we know about the film industry in the Georgia, but really it's basically film industry for rent. People can come rent the studios, space, which is popping up all over. They can rent the, the people to work. Uh, but then the, the project goes back home or yeah. emanated from somewhere else. But if the projects are emanating from here. Yeah, and that's, for whoever made those you know, Marvel movies that make, I don't know, billions of dollars, whatever their, yeah. their money is that the, some of that money, you know, helps our local economy, but there's a large yeah. portion of the investors share is taken out and is staying in other States. So, well, and, and to your other point about, uh, you know, if, if it had gone to LA and they would say, okay, what's well, a great story, Glenn, but we're going to, we're going to run with this now. And then he's uh, out. I, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. I, I experienced that with signing that. When, with the studio I was talking to, they were like, "Yeah, yeah, you, you got a lot of experience, yada yada, but yeah, you're not directing this. <laughs> it's going to be a twenty million dollar film, and, and if we're going to set it up, we've got to have you know big name ex director doing it, and and you you know you get the writer's credit, but that's it. And that's that's so true. You you do lose all that all that control. And uh, and Seth made another great point just about the students. I mean, if you're if you're working on a, a huge movie Marvel set. You're you're probably not getting close to the set. You know, you're 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 driving a van, driving actors back and forth. You're or maybe not even actors, crew. You're 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 far removed from the heartbeat of what's going on typically. But but on a little indie, you can be really up in the middle of it and, and get a lot of experience. And uh, and you know that's inspiring for a young filmmaker. And, and it, it it like Seth said, it it creates the next generation of of, of creators that are coming up with projects that are going to shoot here and that's really going to going to really help grow the grow the state from a development standpoint well good good for you personally though for sticking to your guns and not just taking the writer's credit and handing it off because then it's it's out of your control and it's no longer your baby and and uh, you know obviously the the side effect is you're wanting to keep it here and help the film industry grow here but it, it actually reminds me and i hope it works out this way for you the famous story uh, you know, when Sylvester Stallone wrote Rocky and they wanted yeah. somebody else to play Rocky and he yeah. said, no. And, and, uh, no. they, they offered him a hundred grand or whatever it was for the script in the mid seventies, which was huge money. And he said, yeah. no, I'm Rocky. I'm going to play this. And they, yeah. He eventually got it done and it worked out pretty well for him. Yeah. No, you're, you're, that's a, that's <laughs> so, a great, great analogy. You do have to stick, stick to it because they're, there are assassins around every corner coming for you. Uh, I just <laughs> you know? had a vision of Glenn running up the stairs. Well, just but sticking to your guns, you know, it's if it's you've got this vision and it's your story and you want to tell it. And so anyway, great good for you. And and the fact that Champ Bailey is attached, you know, that's that's uh, actually a very fortuitous name that his parents gave him, yeah. uh, and, his, yeah. and his brother yeah. Boss. And they they had one brother Ronald who was a great college football player, but Ronald Champ and Boss. I don't know how Ronald didn't get a cool name, but I know man, he lost out. <laughs> yeah, Champ, and Champ's been great. I mean, Champ he's been really involved too, and he he's got a really sharp business mind, uh, and he he gets it. He has a vision, and uh, he's he's 
he has not been like a, a passive, you know, name attachment. He's 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 been with us in every meeting and uh, has really been involved. So it's been it's been great. He's a he's a really good guy. But to, to your point, Seth, that's 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 he's Georgia born, Georgia yeah, exactly. Georgia raised, and that's part of an infrastructure y'all are hoping to create long term. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah that, now he's getting educated. You're you're right. He's yeah. learning how it works. He he's becoming a producer. You know, and yeah, he's from folks in Georgia. Yeah. So you're exactly right. And he wanted to see, like, to tiptoe into the industry to see how the – because he wanted to get into the creative industry, but he wanted to, you know, do a couple of projects like this and kind of wade into it. So it was, it's been great having him on board to guide us. Been Plus, naturally, with his NFL connections and all that, it's been super yeah. helpful. But he is a uh, – he's a fantastic guy, like you said. So we're uh, – he's on the team. And so, Glenn – we're going to wrap up this segment here, but uh, if there are any investors out there that are potentially would like to get involved or anybody that would just like to get involved to help you with locations or potentially crew to be involved on this project, how yeah, can they sure. get in touch with you? I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't hear the so last how part. Can, just tell, tell the people how they can get in touch with you. Oh, sure. Yeah. The easiest way is email. Uh, so uh, yeah, my email address is pretty simple. Uh, Glenn, G-L-E-N, at state line films, uh, stateline films with an S.com. Well, if you need any farmland, we have a family farm out in our Murchie. If you want to come shoot something out on a farm. I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at it. <laughs> I don't, don't know if you need any farmland for this story, but. You know, I do need land. I need, yeah, I do have a, where the kid lives, it's kind of a rundown house at the end of a long dirt road, kind of isolated. Uh, so yeah, any, any houses with that kind of look like a little frame house that, that's got a little patina and has seen better days. Uh, um, that's that's where that's where our recruit lives. Okay, yeah. interesting. But you probably got a lot of little locations like that in your mind, yes, don't you? Do. I yeah. think we'll have plenty to choose from. <laughs> yeah. So the the scouting process is in full swing, and then yeah, uh, yeah hopefully uh, we'll, we're still we'll lock in the the final investment, and then as the cast comes in, you know maybe that investment will grow and the project will grow a little bit. But that's that's yeah, kind of where exactly. it's at. And no pressure yep. on no pressure on you guys, but I sure would love to talk to Champ Bailey on our on a podcast in the future. But that's up to y'all. I don't think that'd be too hard. No, he's a, he's a good guy. Dial him up. Uh, now we'll bring. We, maybe that's their next for our next podcast. We'll uh, we'll have Champ on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, well, thanks for joining us, Glenn, and we're looking forward to hope the project gets gets made and. Uh, uh, it'll be shooting right before the film festival takes place in November. So maybe be overlapping. Maybe shooting production may be on while we're the film festival is going on in Rome. So. Uh, We'll, we'll yeah we'll wrap on set and then hustle on over and see watch one of your movies yeah well uh, all right well thanks, well, thanks for, for having me guys it's, thanks for all your work and spreading the word and i mean it, it means a lot so uh really really appreciate uh being on with you thank you Glenn. appreciate it okay talk soon bye thank bye. you guys. Well, that was an interesting conversation he's, he's a good guy yeah very informative thanks glenn for joining us uh yes yeah, so i hope that some of you listeners out there will reach out to glenn and uh want to get involved in this project because it's going to be a great project yeah well and when you start talking about a college football themed uh you know signing i, I didn't ask him if he had included name image and likeness in part of the recruiting of these oh, kids yeah, now. We, yeah we we had some conversations about that and all there are opportunities for that uh uh, we should have asked Glenn about how that plugs in. Maybe when we get Champ on next time, we'll uh, we'll ask ask him how that's going. Yeah, because name, image, and likeness has certainly changed the sport. And if it's a kid's story about being recruited, I'm just wondering if that's it being incorporated. But just the college football story in general being made in this part of the state, and and uh, you know, the, I'm a, I'm a, I'm the target demographic to go watch that movie because I love my college football. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Well, as we as we say goodbye, kind of any final thoughts, just reminders about when Riff is and how people can support it. Yeah. So the festival is November second through the fifth. Uh, RiffGA.com. You can go on there and, and become a patron or a sponsor, or you can email info at RiffGA. Uh, or you can email me directly at SethRiffGA.com. And uh, if you have any questions, we'll, ha- we'll get those answered for you. Uh, we'd love to have your support. Uh, it's a big event. So, you know, going to have some great guests this year. So just be on the lookout for all those announcements on our social media. Follow us at Rome Film and uh, uh, our patron event, uh, which was September the 12th at the Clock Tower coming up. Uh, September the 14th. September the 14th. I'm sorry. (laughs) September the 14th. With uh, a rain delay of September 21. Yeah. So, so, you know, get patrons. We'd love to have you there and have you at this event. And we're going to have some other patron events coming up. Um, So, yeah, support us at uh, riffga.com for all the information and follow us on social. Can can you, can you give us a a hint of a big star or a, or a, a, or maybe a, a feature film? Oh, you can't yet, can you? <laughs> I'm just about all, putting you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, don't want to do that just yet, but we will be announcing within the next uh, within the next 45 days. So I was just I was just messing with you, man. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, man. This has been great. You've been listening to the Rome Rome International Film Festival podcast here on Rome Business Radio. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios in downtown Rome, and this show has been presented by Manco Logistics, MancoLog.com. Thank you so much for listening.